Shalom, 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 evening everybody. I believe you are all doing well. Shalom, evening everybody. Can you all hear me, please? All right. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Shalom evening to all of you. There is a moment before the Lord. We want to thank God and bless His holy name for giving us this day. Wherever you are, lift up your voice and begin to thank God right now. Blessed Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise and the glory. Lift up your voice, begin to honor the Lord. Lift up your voice, begin to honor the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise, we give you glory. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, mighty one of Israel. Take your glory, Lord. Take your glory, Lord. Take your glory, Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness. We bless you for your loving kindness and your tender mercies. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we exalt you. Thank you for your protection. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Eternal Father, Asian of days, we exalt you tonight. We give you all the praise and the glory for the gift of life that you have given to us. Once again, have we come before thee? It is not a ritual to us. It is an experience and an encounter. Therefore, Lord, we pray, if there is any way that we are getting used to even your presence, have mercy upon us. Let every time in your presence be another episode of your encounter and experience. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we come before the mighty one of Israel that he will show us your mercy that you stretch forth your mighty hand above us. Oh, Lord God Almighty, we exalt you. The other day, Jesus said that the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Let the life of your word be released into our spirits. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we have come before thee to learn of thee, to learn of your ways, and to follow thy path of righteousness. Therefore, we ask, O oh God, that your word will be a lamp on our feet and a light on our path that we shall walk the bible says that the entrance of thy word giveth light and it giveth understanding even unto the simple oh as simple people have we come before thee we pray that your word will be a light and will be understanding unto us in the name of the lord jesus if there is any pride in our hearts that will rise against your word oh lord break us mold us even into an edifice that thou mighty god will dwell in 
and bring forth your glory. We exalt you. We thank you for tonight. Your word is already anointed. Let the fire of your word enter and pierce into our hearts that it will burn every chaff and also break every hardened heart that we shall grow thereby. We give you glory, even in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Wow. I'm so excited to have all of you here. I know strongly and I believe that this evening too is going to be one of the moments that the Lord God Almighty will surely fulfill whatever he has purposed for our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus. And as we continue to hearken to the voice of the Lord, um, the, the Lord God Almighty by the power of his word will cleanse people from iniquity. He will cleanse all of us even from all forms of impurities for his word has already declared i love the three version he said the Bible says that God, he upholds all things by the word of his power. Even the power of God has a word that holds it. And that word of God's power is what he uses to uphold all things that he has created. The day that word will disappear, the power of God is useless. Everything he has created will vanish. So God is actually holding all things by the word of his power. We pray that that same word of his power will keep us and make us strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. We bless God for giving us this evening we know that the lord will fulfill his agenda through us in jesus precious mighty name amen all right for the past um one month god bless you man of god francis official man of god the lord bless you and increase you i salute grace god bless you my regards to um, my brothers prophet george um, prophet miracle apostle randy in fact, everybody, my regards to all of them. God bless you. All right, glory to Jesus. We lo I love you plenty, crowds of God bless you. God bless you. Man. All right. For the past one month, we've been handling the matter of the mysteries of the kingdom. And we've actually not had time to you know, speak concerning this matter continuously. But gradually, um, we've been learning some things, and I think along the line, along Obapa Rosie, I love you too, Rati. God bless you. <laughs> All right. So we, we studied about 
the seven mountains of influence i think today somebody sent a comment that man of god we want the part two of the seven mountains of influence i think that message really entered into the bones of people and they are really in need of the part two The part two actually come. I believe you can all hear me. Great. So the part two will come. The part two will come. This evening, I want to. I want us to dive deep into some weightier spiritual matters and settle some few things. Settle some few things. I want all of you to follow me. It will be much more spiritual. And if the scientific dimension also sets in, kindly bear with me. And then we will understand some few things. Amen. I remember somebody asked me a question. That man of God. Okay, before I, I put out the person's question here and give the answer to all of us, I want to open the platform and the floor for everybody to okay Obapa Rosie I'll, I'll, I'll talk on that don't be worried I want to open the floor for anybody to ask any question any question any any question that you want to ask concerning the things of God concerning what is in, in the scriptures concerning the spirit realm the prophetic the ministries everything 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 you want to ask any question about you can kindly do so any question flow I'm waiting Okay, PK said, please, I can't really hear you. It's like there is a noise at the background or then it might be from your network. Please, can you all hear me clearly? Is it clear? If there is noise at the background, kindly let me know so that I will know what to do. Is it okay? Okay, somebody said I can hear that noise too. Okay, let me, let me work on this something. I hope it's very clear now. Is it okay now? Alright, great, great, great. Okay, so please. Alright. So please, you can ask any question, any question that you are believing God for answers, you can ask right now. Any question, still waiting.
any question any question okay somebody said daddy please how do one activate the prophetic gift Okay, I think I'm not getting the other one. He said, Anna Habakkuk 2 3. What is there? My brother, the prophet George McEagle, just entered. God bless you, man of God. I salute grace, prophet of God. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Okay, somebody said, How can one activate the prophetic gift? Okay. All right, another person also said, Daddy, please, how? He said, Daddy, please, after impartition, how do you flow in the grace? I love this question. I really, really love this question. Okay, I now see. Okay, so let me. Um, my assignment actually is to really, um, by the special grace of God, to um, train people to walk in the prophetic gift. That is actually one of my assignments. And in fact, it's about 80% of my assignment. That is why most of the times when it's time for um, teachings about the prophetic, I don't really want anybody to kind of, you know, stay behind because there is so much grace that God has actually bestowed upon that teaching to cause people to activate their giftings. All right. So... It's a whole broad topic on its own. How can one activate the prophetic gift? You know, when you, the moment you hear the word prophetic gift, it is actually um, a big thing that you have just mentioned. And you really need to understand it else you get confused. When, anytime you hear the word prophetic gift, we are actually speaking of giftings that have been put together. You get it? Because it is not only one gift that is prophetic. We have the gift of prophecy, the gift of word of knowledge, the gift of word of wisdom, and the gift of discerning of spirits. These four gifts are actually classified as prophetic gifts.
You get it. So when it comes to, if you say prophetic gift, it is quite、um, vague. It is an, it's like an open check. So you have to now choose which one. Because somebody can prophesy by the gift of prophecy. Somebody can also prophesy by the gift of word of wisdom. Somebody can also prophesy by the gift of word of knowledge. Somebody too can prophesy by the gift of discerning of spirits. And I've already said that when it comes to the discerning of spirits, it is actually the point of seeing and hearing and understanding things with your heart in the realm of the spirit. Someone is a man of God, please. I always have dreams every night I go, as I go to bed. Please, is it, everybody must dream. So it is, it's a normal experience. It's not necessarily a prophetic gift. But there are some people that God has actually given them certain giftings that work through dreams. You know, even in the book of Numbers, chapter 6. God said that if there is a prophet among you, I will make myself known to him and reveal myself to him in dreams, in visions of the night, and in dark speeches. I believe you can all hear me. Good. So, please, I'm, I'm touching on somebody's question. So, please, as I go, move forward, then you send yours. Else, a All right. I don't want anybody to say you didn't answer my question, man of God. So, please, I want to take my time. So, I'm touching on the、um, how do you activate. I want you to know this. If you have been part of the school of the prophets, I've been teaching them that. There are ways and means to grow every kind of gift of the prophetic. The gift of prophecy has a way that it grows. The gift of word of knowledge has a way. The gift of word of wisdom has a way. All these, questions, all these、um, giftings have ways and means of growing them. Fasting and prayer and walking in purity actually becomes the foundation on which these gifts can grow. But it's not the only way. That is what we need to understand. Fasting, prayer, purity, sowing of seeds. They are actually not the only way through which giftings grow. Let's put this at the back of our minds, it will help us. Good. So, there are ways and means to activate、um, that gift in you. We are really not talking about.、Um, The prophetic, I would have actually taken time because this is a whole message on its own. 
but let me chip in what um i think bond servant asked so that it will kind of answer one part of it you know a lot of people receive impartation and they think that the moment a man of god lays hands on you that is all you are walking you are walking in his grace that is that is not necessarily true or let me say entirely it is not true because let's really understand the anatomy and physiology of impartation else we will miss a lot we will go and sow seeds to plenty of people they will lay hands on us and we will still not understand what we are doing do you know that we have received jesus christ as our lord and personal savior his spirit the spirit that made him walk on the sea is also in us why don't you go and walk on the sea the spirit that made him raise the dead the other time when somebody was sick you prayed for the person the person even died the same spirit that did mighty works through the hands of jesus he is in us but we still can't do what he did that is to tell you it is not just an instant manifestation that is what you need to understand because there is a impartation is a big thing in god's kingdom it is one of the ways to get giftings manifesting quickly because if a man decides to walk in a gift from god by himself only it can take him many years before he, he can grow to a certain extent you can't hide in your room and always fast and pray just to grow your gift you will get to a point you will hit a certain point where you you can't move forward again that is how the kingdom actually has been arranged so that in this our kingdom one grows on the foundation of another are you following good one grows on the foundation of another that is why god will never bypass fathers to release graces upon young ones any grace that will come upon the young ones has already been detected by the fathers in fact some of the fathers were the ones that stood in prayer for those graces to be released on the young ones so any young minister that actually you know um, disrespects fathers is actually in trouble no matter how you you fast how you pray how you, purity you, you hey, it does not even go anywhere let's understand god is a great god of principle and we need to understand some of these things let me open your eyes on something are you with me I have already told us that when any time we talk about impartation 
there are a whole lot of things that can be imparted into a man. An impartation comes to a man in so many ways. It is not only by the laying on of hands. No. As I'm talking to you right now, you can be impacted by the words I am speaking to you. Because an impartation actually speaks of the transfer of spirits into the spirit of a man that takes a time before its manifestation in the man. The transfer of spirits. When I say spirits, you have to understand, I'm just trying to speak in a generalized term. Because it is, there are things that can be imparted, there are things that can never be imparted. Put that at the back of your mind. Certain things can be imparted, certain things cannot be imparted. And some of the things that can be imparted are gifts. Gifts. Gifts of the Spirit. Paul said, Romans chapter 1, verse 11 For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end that ye may be be established so paul longed that he would be with the people he will see them so that he can impart into them some spiritual gifts so spiritual gifts can be imparted are you following and i want to open your eyes on something There is a difference between gift of the Holy Spirit and spiritual gift. There is a difference between gift of the Holy Spirit and a spiritual gift. I'm trying to give you some examples. The Word of God said, Do you know that the Bible says that for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life? Do you remember that scripture? So eternal life is a gift. Is it a gift of the Holy Spirit? There are nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we all know that. The gift of healing, prophecy, and all those kind of things. They are gifts of the Holy Spirit. But there are certain gifts, they are known as spiritual gifts. The moment you hear, you, you hear the word spiritual, it is a big word. It's a big, spiritual is a big word because demons are part of spiritual. Angels are part of spiritual. Spiritual is actually like a big word on its own. It is like saying spirit realm or spiritual realm. It is a vast realm where angels are there, demons are there, plenty things, plenty spirit beings are there. 
So I want you to know, there are giftings that God can give to a human being that are not the gift of the Holy Spirit. One is called eternal life. So the Holy Ghost himself that God gives to us is a gift. He is a gift. So he is a spiritual gift. I don't know if you are following. The Bible said in the book of Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Romans 5 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned by the by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness. So righteousness is a gift. But when you are looking when you are looking at the gift of the Holy Spirit, righteousness is not part. So which gift actually is righteousness? And righteousness is also not a physical gift. It is a spiritual gift. So first understand that there is a difference between spiritual gift and gift of the Holy Spirit. Eternal life is one. Righteousness is one. All these things are gifts of the, they are spiritual gift that God has given. But in our kingdom, I'm trying to touch certain things. I'm trying to let you know that certain things can be imparted, certain things cannot. So we need to understand that. And the things that can be imparted, we have gifts. And these gifts, we, we, we are actually classifying them under spiritual gift and gift of the Holy Spirit. These two gifts can be imparted. Are you following? Good. So we have gifts that can be imparted, spiritual gifts and gifts of the Spirit. They can all be imparted. And we have anointing. Anointing can also be imparted. We have graces. Grace can also be imparted. So let's understand that. So the next time you are believing God for an impartation from a servant of God, decide what you are actually going to be imparted for. Because it is what you know that you want to be imparted for that you will do what you are ex- what is expected of you to do in order to get it. I don't know if you are getting what I'm trying to say. good because if you want to build a four-story building you you have to make sure that your foundation is strong it is different from just building a normal house that is not a story building so some of you if you are believing god there are people they have grace to walk in purity it is a grace there is no gift called gift of purity (laughs) there's no anointing called anointing of purity it is a grace and grace doesn't just come. 
Many of you think when you say grace, grace means you are just there now, the thing will come. It's not true. Anybody that can do what you cannot do has a certain grace for it. Go to the person and ask the person, How do you do these things? I need to be imparted of this grace. So grace can be imparted. I don't I don't go much into, into it. Grace can be imparted, anointing things can be imparted, gift things can be imparted. And all those things are classified as the power of God. The power of God. So the anointing is a sign of God's power. And the gift. Are you with me? Good. So understand, if you want to visit a man of God, for the man of God to impart you with a gift, which gift are you looking for? Define that gift. Then you will know how to prepare for the impartation. Because if you are believing God for the gift of a seer, which actually speaks of the gift of descending of spirits. You want your eyes to open to see visions. Then you have to prepare yourself in a way before you meet the one that is carrying that gift. Because it, is, it doesn't only come by just the laying on of hands. No, 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 no. no. If that is what you think, oh, the man of God laid hands on me. How many people haven't laid hands on you? And what have you still seen? Nothing. We work in partition. We work it. We work in partitions. We work them all. You first prepare before you receive. Then after you have received, you work it out. It is like trying to dig the ground for water. Huh? You are trying to dig a well in your house. If you don't dig, the water will not come. And if after digging... Ah, water not burning so no. You have to still fetch the water out of it, else it will not come out by itself. So you see, digging the ground for the water to come into the hole actually is a sign of preparing to go for the impartation. The water is the impartation that you have received, but after that, you need to draw the water out. Then it can be useful. So that many people, they have been able to dig the ground for the waters to come in them, but they cannot bring it out. And until the waters come out, it will never be a blessing to anybody, including you, that the thing is in you. Are you with me? So, and any kind of gift that you receive an impartation for determines how you will work it out, especially. If you are believing God for the seer 
grace or seer anointing or the seer gift to be imparted to you, one of the things I want you to know that you have to do before you receive that impartation is to stop watching a lot of movies. Many of you will not understand me. There are some of you who want your eyes to open to see visions, but you can't stop watching movies, especially the those ones that is bloody, those bloody, bloody movies. You see, gunshot, papa, you know, those kind of just uh, horror movies, and they are distorting your the eyes of your mind. I'm telling you, some of you can sit in front of the screen for hours. But you want to walk in the gift of a seer. It doesn't happen just like that. Look at her. After watching those movies for long, when you close your eyes, what do you see? Is it not the same flashes of the movie you watched that you, you, you keep seeing at the back of your mind? Sometimes it can even last for days. When you close your eyes, you'll be seeing the things that you have already watched. So even if God is trying to reveal something, it will distort what God is trying to reveal. And within three days, you will not see anything from God. Meanwhile, you are the one that wants to see visions from God too. Someone said, please, what about music? Yes, that one too can affect you. It can affect you. I remember when I was growing up in these giftings, God showed me one thing to do. I used to speak like when I'm holding my Bible. I will read it aloud as if I'm holding a microphone. And the word of the Lord came to Hezekiah and said, so those times I was hiding at a certain garden called Science Gardens on UCC campus. Right after lectures, I will walk to that place. After reading my Bible aloud like that, I will pray. And the Lord God spoke to this and this and that and this. I'm, I'm shout, I'll be shouting on top of my voice. And when I get to place where that the, it is God actually speaking, then I'll change the tonation <laughs> and make it sound like a certain man that is speaking with a deep voice. As if, as if I was joking to myself. But I'm telling you, it got to a point when I was hearing the voice of God and angels, it, they were coming like my own voice. They were coming like the voice that I was actually using to speak the things from the scriptures. Now, some of you, you want, to, you want to be sensitive to the voice of God in the spirit. But the kind of music you are listening to, they are actually killing the sharpness of your soul. I'm telling you, you need to be very, very, very careful. What you watch with your eyes, what you listen with your ear, be very, very careful. Very, very important to that is why in the times of old, when God wanted to raise seers, mm, he will hide them in the church, in the temple. Some of them, he will hide them on top of mountains. They will not come among people. Because the more you hear a lot of words, the more you picture them in the mind, in the eyes of your mind. 
because if somebody is trying to show you a, a direction to a place okay when you get to the junction pass left do this do this you'll be you'll be imagining the thing you can't just say okay without imagining the thing so some of as i'm even talking you, you imagine things if i give examples you will imagine the example that i'm giving and that eyes of your mind by which you are imagining that thing is that piece of eyesight that god reveals things to when you are now growing in the prophetic so when the enemy actually wants to destroy somebody's prophetic gift he will start by giving the person evil imaginations that is why the devil attacks young prophets with pornographic materials and those kind of profane words that will distort their imagination it will let you destroy you to the extent that when you see a young girl that instead of you to look into her heart to declare what god has planned for her the moment you see her a certain imagination will drop that will shift your focus from what god is saying to your own desire then it will destroy everything so there are many people that have come before prophets that they were supposed to be told that if they travel they will die but the moment they came the devil entered and the prophet was not seeing anything but rather they are big breasts and the imagination shifted to somewhere else hey. that is a Jezebel I'm telling you about 99.9% of of prophet especially CS, have issues with pornography and they just <laughs> it's a serious attack from the dark world mm, it's a serious attack from the dark world I remember a young lady called me and the moment the lady called me that I started talking to the lady on phone the Lord showed me how wonderful that lady's destiny is serious prophetic servant that God is raising and as I was about to talk about the grace that God has bestowed upon her she started telling me her problems and she said man of God for the past 23 years I've been into watching of pornograph pornographic materials and masturbation. I say, Jesus, the devil is so smart. I've been saying this, and I, I remember I was telling the school of the prophets that hey, the devil eh, he's so organized. I'm telling you, there is no country in this world that the devil does not have agents there. There is no region. There is no small town that it does not have demons that watch over those places. The same way there is no places like that that God doesn't have people that will watch over those places. So you see, the demons watching over my small, small towns, they can decode when a prophet is to be born here because the atmosphere really changes the moment a prophet is born into a town. And the moment they pick that signal, they will try to look for the family in which that prophet has been born. Then they have specific attacks that they will use. 
they will now look into the DNA of the entire lineage and check if your great great grandfather used to like women. Then they will know that uh -huh, if your great great grandfather used to like women, then definitely it is in your blood. Then they will start launching women to you as you are young. So you see, the devil will not come with something strange upon you. He will look into your blood or shellinage anymore. Because these demons they have been upon that town for years, for eons. So one thing the devil does is that he's able to read family history. And the moment he reads it and says, Aha, okay, in this family, the men like women. And you're a prophet who will sabotage that prophetic assignment by using women to stop you. Then, so that many young young prophets, when they were young, ah yeah, women were chasing after them. Meanwhile, they know that they are not handsome. They know. I remember those times. I've been sharing my story here. Plenty women. And <laughs> as of now, when I look at some of my pictures in the past, that women were still chasing me. I, I just knew that no, these people were on a mission. Because and ladies were fighting because of me. I just knew that it was God that saved me. They were on a mission. How can you love somebody like this one? <laughs> I'm telling me TV Pam Still ladies were crying. Hey! I just knew that they were on a mission. And yet yeah, someone almost serious mission. And if you don't take care, they will drag you into destruction because they have all been sent by Jezebel. Let me tell you, this month of September is a great prophetic month, especially for the nation Ghana. I'm telling you, I don't like talking about Ghana matters because recently my spirit has been, you know, moving towards the nation Ghana. About 80% of the children that will be born in Ghana this month, about 80% will have a prophetic assignment. This month, this month. And you have to know that the devil has seen this all, so he is rising against the prophetic this month. But the devil is a liar. The Lord has prevailed in the name of Jesus. So you see, let's have this understanding. If you are believing God for the grace of purity and you go to Apostle Johnson Suleiman and say, Daddy, I want to receive the, an impartation of the grace to, to walk in purity. And he lays hands on you. It doesn't just end there. You will not become pure instantly. No. <laughs> because for you to walk in every grace, there are certain things you need to conquer. That is why there are many of you, you receive graces for, for academic excellence. That was when the quizzes and the exams began to go the other way around. It's a test. 
So you have gone to receive grace for purity. Then get ready. They will send things that will make you impure to you. They will send things that will make you impure to your doorstep. That is when women will start chasing you. That is when money will start following you. So you see, every grace, every oil, every every gift that you receive an impartation of, you have to know that keeping it, there is a sacrifice you need to make in order to keep it. Because people don't just have what they want, they have keke. They have fought battles and have won to get what you are looking for. So to keep what you have received, there are sacrifices you need. Because there are people, the prophetic gift that they are working in, that deep insight in the prophetic realm, eh, they stayed in the room without going out for three years. Can you do that? If you can't do that, don't go for that grace. Eh? That is why you always need to ask, how did you get this before you desire impartation? Because there are many people that have aborted things that were imparted to them because they did not know how to sustain it. When the troubles were coming, they began to run away. Somebody has been able to walk in purity for the past 30 years. Go and ask him, what is your secret? He will let you know, I have actually thrown away $18 million just to walk in purity. But you, <laughs> when a lady says that, sleep with me and I will give you $18 million, you forget that you are called of God. You say, ah. I'm sleeping with you and I'm also getting 80 million dollars. Ah, Jimmy Boss, Jimmy Boss. Someone said, Family Cra. I'm telling you, it's a serious thing. So, you see, Ubiet Jina, the person had rejected 80 million dollars and ran away from a woman. In fact, a naked woman, of course. He was able to run away. There are some of you, young men, you need grace to run away from nakedness. Some of you can stand against anything but not a naked woman. Hey! The moment a woman gets naked in front of you, young prophet, you forget your name. I'm telling you. And these are heavy things that did not cause a lot of great prophets to rise. I'm telling you. Some people have been watered down. They never arose in our kingdom because they actually sold their graces on the beds of fornication. The day God opens your eyes to see what destiny actually is, eh, you, 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 will be, you, 
you put yourself under serious discipline. I'm telling you, I mean serious discipline. You know that pleasure is one of the, the dangerous enemies of destiny. Pleasure. Pleasure. One of the dangerous enemies of destiny. I'm telling you. The pleasure can come through food. Some of you, your problem is not women. It is not money, but food. Aya. Any food you see, you go chop. And no prophets, food. They can't fast. They just can't fast. They go eat. Some of them too, it is not even women. It is not food, but money. Anything they would do to get money, they would do it. Let me tell you, as a young prophet, the devil will tempt you on all these points. Oh, oh yes. He will tempt you with women. He will tempt you with money. He will tempt you with food. He will tempt you with possessions. You need to stand. You need to stand against all these things. So you see, a lot of people that were called by God are actually doing the ministry for money. So at this point, as I'm talking to you right now, it looks like they are not doing it for God. Yes, it's very dangerous. Because they know, they, they have this mindset that if only you can prophesy then you must be rich why do you have this gift and you are so poor use that gift to get money you see that evil mindset at that point the calling has turned it is like money has called you not god everything you do the fuel of your doings actually is money not god it is at that point that you will do everything just to prophesy because there are times you go for programs, everybody has got it. They are all waiting for you to prophesy. But God will tell you not to. Because the program is for him, not for you. At that point, if you decide to prophesy, then it means you are trying to gain glory for yourself. And that glory is a vain glory. Not of God. It will never yield fruit in the kingdom of God. God will never reward you for that. And let's understand this. Everything we are doing, everything we are doing, eh, God will take everything we have done through fire. So fire actually is, is the judgment of God. It is actually in fact that you understand. Can I give you a big secret here? It is at this point that you will know that the judgment of God is fire and the love of God is fire. So there is a point where the love of God and judgment actually are the same. In fact, 
one of the biggest secrets the Lord opened my eyes to see, which I think I've said it here some time ago, but I cannot say it today because <laughs> it will turn out to be something else. But I want you to know, everything we do, God will take it through fire. So if God told you to do it and you did it, it is gold. And when gold passes through fire, it will now come out to be pure and strong. And then it will reflect light. And that light is actually the image of God. So anything that comes out of that fire of judgment and of love God will reward Can you all hear me? Apostle Noah Davidson, Shalom, man of God. God bless you. I believe everything is fine. Ministry, the children, wifey, and everybody. God bless you. Good. So put this at the back of your mind. Everything we are here to do in this world must be tested with love. Listen to what I'm saying. I said, there is a point in our work with God where the love of God and God's judgment are the same. And they manifest through what we call fire. Because the love of God is a liquid fire. Hmm. And the judgment of God is a lake of fire. Are you following? Can you all hear me, please?
Is it okay now? Good. So everything that we do in this world, God would actually look for an element of love in that thing. It will be tested with love. And love is the liquid fire. It's like liquid fire in the realm of the spirit. When you are really looking for how love is, it is like liquid fire. So if you prophesied, God will take that your prophetic through the liquid fire of love. And if, so liquid fire of love, the love of God is like a litmus test. Where would use to detect whether something is acid or base? So the love of God, which is liquid fire, would be used to detect whether that prophetic you moved in was according to love or by your own way. You see, so anytime God tells you don't prophesy and you force yourself to prophesy, people will clap for you because you mention names and telephone numbers and they will be true. People will clap for you. But when we pass that prophetic session through the, the liquid fire of God's love, there will be no element of love in it. And because of that, it will look like a paper. And you know, when paper is passed through fire, what happens to it? It will burn without even ashes. And whatever is passed through the fire, what comes out later is now going to be your reward. So if you pass paper through fire, nothing comes out. That means you have no reward. Even though you were called by God, you were a prophet. Everybody knew you as a prophet. You will have no reward. So it is actually the one that God sees that matters, not what everybody is clapping for. That is why we need to be very, very careful. You have all invited this man, he's a deep prophet. He's a deep prophet. You go there, you are not seeing anything, my dear. God is not telling you anything. Go your way. Preach to them, shout. The Lord will do great things in your life. Let them shout, Amen. You are doing good. Because there are times you see a sick person, God will tell you, pass, don't pray for the person. You don't love the person more than God. <laughs> God loves the person more than you. And he knows the reason why he said pass. Don't, don't do yourself, you know, guy that have the healing grace. You pray for the person, the person will be healed because it is a gift inside you. It is an ability. The person will be healed. They will all clap for you. Sometimes they will give you money for doing what good you have done. But it will not yield any profit for you in the heavens. That is the most important thing. So everything you do, make sure it is from the heart of love. So that once we are passing it through the litmus test of love, it will surely catch something for you to receive a reward. Good.
So if you are believing God for the healing gift, the question is why? There are many people praying for the prophetic they, they are praying that their eyes will be open. Their eyes will be open because they have their own plans <laughs> or about how they are going to use their prophetic gift. They have their own plans. So you see somebody who actually go eh, when my eyes open this year. Now prophesy in Ghana for two years, then next three years I'll start moving to different countries. Then I'll build houses, I will get <laughs> So you see, the gift that has not yet come, they have planned how they are going to. <laughs> so to them, traveling around, prophesying to nations actually means that God has blessed a man. That is what they think that yes, you are you are you are doing the work of God. <laughs> very very funny. In, I mean very funny. There are people. It can mean that there are people who cannot. What am I trying to say? There are people God has told, go to Afghanistan, go to US, go to this place, go to Canada, minister this, do this, do this. So as they are doing what God has called them to do, in fact, they are also building up rewards for themselves in the afterlife. If you follow them to travel, those kind of people, when people are clapping for them because they have traveled, they don't see it in a way, they don't see it as something people should clap for. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. It was a command and I've gone. It is not a doing well. It is a command given to me by God. That is why I said, if you are in destiny, traveling abroad is not a blessing. It is not a breakthrough. It is an assignment. It is a mission. If you are really in destiny, you will know traveling to U.S. is not a breakthrough. It is an assignment. My cell will be plans this year because I'm in life money now, but so too can go U.S. I say we plan the man of God, you cry why you are making everything spiritual. This US too that we also want to go and you go and bugger some. You have spoiled that thing. <laughs> it's not me or me. What I've been commanded to teach is what I'm teaching. Super fat. Super fat. <laughs> I know what I'm saying, you know. Because myself, some years back I wanted to run away from Ghana. <laughs> and God said, Where do you think you are going? I said, God. <laughs> I'm trying relationship and fa hey. ministry so I be It is in Kumasi that people are dead that they will support the prophetic way. He says stay in Cape Coast. Cape Coast, Cape Coast. God, when did you see people accepting prophets? They are, they are persecuting prophets in case they stay there. But God, you want to kill my ministry? Say, is it your ministry? <laughs> when you take me out of the ministry, what at all do you have? What else do you have?
Hmm. It is better to listen to God. I'm telling you. Some of you know how to sing. You can organize programs when God has not spoken to you about it. People will come. You take nice pictures. In fact, people will fall under the anointing. But it will not be useful in heaven. Hey! Neya! That is why a lot of people will say, God, we use your name to cast out devils. We use your name to do this. Use your name to say, son ko. One links with God's purpose. That is that which is right. Those people were not occultic. They were people from God. They healed the sick. They raised the dead. That is what makes ministry, you know, because hey, I remember I went to Kumasi some time ago. And I began to draw back to think about a lot of things in ministry. Hey, I understood that people do this ministry f- for themselves and for their family. I was in the church and a man of God was preaching. His associate pastor was standing at the back where I was also standing. And he said, Oh, so for what preaching there? I said, Hmm. That is the reason why they were doing what they were doing. I'm telling you, it's a business now. Ministry is a obi before so be kwasore na nkasa no. No aye budget. Ene me o se me mra no na me kura sei. Na yetimi do ye sei. Na ye sei. Oh, it's serious. It's getting serious. And I said, hey, I know the reason why God said don't go to Kumasi. <laughs> By now, ah, share butter back with 50 million Ghana. <laughs> we are your friend who used to moja. My year, my year, come a cotovena, vena a year. Cotovena, the same Yes, they come a picture. Tell you. social media. See, they are um, amazing act prophet of God, releasing the power of God over the token. We are Kubia dollars crowd die. Bye. Oh God. It is getting serious, oh. Me, I thought some of these things were old-fashioned things until I I got to Kumasi sometime. Our 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 fathers. Uh, you don't talk. The bomb because sometimes the more you talk against some of these things, I hear I'll bet you now who you be. 
It's true. It's true. It's very true. I've seen people that talk against it. This and this and this. And by the time they realized, they were doing it in a different way. Or Mokroma Jayamaso. It's a serious issue. But may God help all of us. I'm telling us, the young ones, that let's define our purpose for this work of God. Because God, he's, I know, God wants to save the world, but he's so focused on the one he has already saved than the one he's yet to save. Listen to me carefully. God wants to save the entire world, but he's so focused on the one he has already saved than the one he's yet to save. That is why the teaching grace, teaching ministry is very, very needed in our time now. Because why you just receive the Lord Jesus Christ, you are in church. What are you doing? You need to be fed with the word of God to grow. Because if God is able to build you for you to be strong, it will be easy to draw others into the kingdom. I'm telling you, that is why in the kingdom of God, the greatest... I want to say this. The greatest is not a prophet. The greatest is a teacher. Hmm. The greatest in the kingdom of God is a teacher. May God help us. Because by the time a man has gotten to the stage of becoming a teacher, God can bring a lot of people under him. For him to train those people. So let's have understanding. Let's have understanding into these matters and the Lord will help us. Amen. All right, let me take another question. Let me take another question. Okay, my son, Dakar Prince, Daddy, please, I have a question. Okay, you can ask your question, son. Okay, so daddy, please, this is my question. It's like the let my people go kind of scenario. Okay, please, just as you are rich in the knowledge you have, you have for what for the family life group. I perceive you got it before marriage. My question is in case throughout life, in case throughout life we encounter a couple. As a young minister who has no idea about the kind of deeper understanding you have, how do we come out of it? Since we are limited to knowing single stuff only. <laughs> okay, let me let me let me get the question really well. <laughs> My son is trying to ask a big question here. Let me he said. 
Say, just ask, okay, I perceive you got it before marriage. Okay, you mean, yeah, you can call in, you can call. I really want to get the question before you can call in. Hello, Zofo, my son, Shalom. Zofo, Shalom. Shalom, lady. Um, uh, what I was trying to what I was trying to say was, um, you see, um, you have a family life group, right? And we we also have this single group. And I was saying that um, you started a family life group after you got married. So I was just asking that in case we meet some, we meet a couple like say you see we're growing as you're also growing you met like couples who are issues say maybe they had certain things pertaining to the family life group like you were as you sharing like say as in maybe their lifestyle in bed or something mm-hmm. of that sort where, where they have to confide in you so right and as a as a young minister like me who is limited to being a single? I'm not married. I don't know all those kind of um, um mm-hmm. issues. Like right. So I'm just asking that mm-hmm. in case we meet people like that and we are we don't have that knowledge, do we tell them, hey, go away or like I can help you or let's pray so that that is it? Because some it's not everything that needs no, exactly. prayer, right? So say yeah, exactly. So I'm just asking since we are being deprived of some knowledge, I'm just asking. <laughs> My that son is, is trying to. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. To yeah, so is that let my people go issue. So I think we should be added to the family. I know. Yeah, I know definitely that is what you are trying to. Thank you. All right. All right. <laughs> you see what my son is trying to do. <laughs> okay. You know. <laughs> When you meet somebody whose issue is quite, you know, sensitive and you know you can't really um, touch on matters like that, you refer the person to somebody that is eligible to, you know, deliver the message to the person. You get it. Uh-huh. So even fetish priest, asthma, or refer to another fetish priest. So that is what you are supposed to do. <laughs> the, the family life group there. So if the person is at Atria. <laughs> hey, I understand that this family life, some people, they are, they are, they are almost dying. <laughs> Especially tomorrow, for instance. My God, the kind of things that God will release. Family life, get ready. Tomorrow, serious things will be said of thee. <laughs> but the, the, the singles have also been meeting up with you. Hmm? There is a reason why I don't say these things to the singles. You get it. Because the Bible said, knowledge spoken in due season, how good it is. Every knowledge has a season for its declaration. Put this at the back of your mind. The day you say something at a time that is not supposed to be said, problem will come. And anytime you go ahead, you say that you knew the knowledge before you married. 
That is why I said, knowing it does not, you know, do you know how I got to know it? <laughs> hey, my son, you, you have to marry early and, and join the, the family life. <laughs> Somebody said, what can I achieve after revenge? He said, don't worry. Don't do it, okay? Leave it to God. Hmm? The Bible said, vengeance is of the Lord. You will not gain anything after revenge. You actually attract troubles and curses to your own self. They also are all born, you know? Let the person be. Don't hate the person. Forgive. Because if you decide not to even forgive, you will be harming your own destiny. There are a lot of people whose destinies have been hijacked by their own unforgiving spirit. Even the person crowd that wronged you know is flourishing. How can you cage your own self in yourself like that? Don't revenge. Leave, leave, leave those people alone. That's some people, the more you decide not to forgive them, the more they flourish. So why should you put that burden on your own neck? Leave them alone. Don't revenge. Vengeance is of the Lord. And I want you to understand this. Everybody that wrongs you too was created by God. Hmm? Everybody that wronged you was created by God. So if you decide not to forgive them and they pray to God and God forgives them, anything you plan in your mind against them will not work. Yes, because you are planning to kill somebody because he destroyed your marriage. God might have a plan for the person. Maybe the person is supposed to be a prophet. And I'm telling you, if you are looking for the people that have destroyed other people's destiny, uh, you let me stop. Men of God are, in fact, of the greatest percentage. Men of God. And the so-called men of God. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You have destroyed destinies, Papa. You, you can't kill them. The way life is supposed to be lived, if you don't see it from that perspective, every time. I'm telling you, every time. You need to have a forgiving heart. No matter who steps on your toes, just let the person go. Yes. Your life and your destiny is much more important than the one that has hurt you. If you have been able to recover from that situation, let it go. Even if you have not been able to recover, look for the way to recover and let the person go. Someone said, Papa, please, how often should one make time for his or her partner in a relationship which is yet growing? Okay, good. They are twisting the whole matter to relationships. Okay, let me. You know, many of you don't know how to be in a relationship. You actually don't know how to be in a relationship, especially the guys. The guys are some way. Just say, they don't have any knowledge about relationship and marriage. They are just walking about. So you see, the young ladies, whilst they are buying utensils and you know, those kind of things, the guys too are just sitting down there playing computer game. 
So the moment the issue of marriage comes, they want to run away. Where are you going? Put this at the back of your mind. Women actually understand the matter of relationship and marriage than men. No matter how you see it, that is how it happens. Women have understanding about it because it looks like they were made for it. Even though it is the man that God said it is not good for him to be alone. But the women, hey. So once they are in, in relationships, ah, they have already bought utensils. They have bought um, frying pans. <laughs> you know, they, by the time you realize they've bought um, a toaster, the one they will use to toast bread. Just they have bought rice cooker, everything. So that some of you cry, you are in, you are just, you are not even in a relationship, but you have all these things. Your bankuta is ready, your potoyua and everything, my God. Everything is set. Yes. And some of them too, the things that they even buy, cry, they will never use it. Cry. I entered my sister's house some time ago, and some of the ceramic plates that we bought, we bought in the year 2011, is still there. She has never put any food inside it. <laughs> ah, 2011, it is still there. So why do you buy these things when you will not use them? Huh? And Bakokra Bofum Sisiya, as if heaven has descended on earth. Jesus, hey, look at Sometimes I see all these things to be a waste of money. Because sometimes we, we, about 85% of guys don't really demand respect. You get it. But when you show them respect, it touches them. Anybody that is really demanding respect from you every time, that person is... <laughs> Can you all hear me please? Good. So men, men don't really understand relationship and marriage matters the way women do. Because our, our minds are so straightforward. We are straightforward people. I said the other time about men, that men are like people that look into the future more. But women are so much focused on the past and the present. You get it? That is where they can keep dates. A man can even forget his wife's birthday. And the women can bring out the whole issue out of it. No, no, birthday, Ladies, you need to understand that men are like that. That is why you need to keep reminding them in a polite way. Don't force them. You get it? And men, you also need to understand that women love to go to the past a lot. <laughs> that thing, you can't change it. I'm telling you. You can't change it. Too. They loved, they can tell you the lady that you dated before coming to date them and how that relationship ended. 
So a lot of women, when they once you enter into a relationship with them, they are the people that will ask, "How was your 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 previous relationship?" They are the, most men don't like that. Yeah, they are they. But the women, why did you break up from your previous relationship? You don't even know what they will do with what you will tell them, but they will ask. If you decide not to tell them, ah, so you are keeping secret. What if you do the same thing to the person, the same thing you did to the person to me? Ah, so you see, you don't love me. You don't love me. You see, you don't love me. <laughs> you have to understand. You have to understand. Women are like that, you know. Women are soft. Only few women pen on my head by Only few women. And men like women that are those kind of barrier people. I'm telling you, men like women like that. They are straightforward. What will you eat? Rice. Then you go and buy the rice. Then they'll finish eating. Then they are, they are done. But what will you eat? I don't even know. Me, I don't know. Do you like jollof? No. Do you like rice and stew? No. Do you like... Then the guy is getting hungry. <laughs> Do be pussy in the beer. No, I see Africa. I mean, all day. Do be the beer. D. The discount to offer. You see, if you don't get Unyabotra, oh, you can never stay with a woman. I'm telling you, sometimes we see it as waste of time. Because sometimes you are in a hurry. Hey, what will you eat? Jollof. Simple. You have saved time and energy. But on no. Once she woke up from the bed, now she's already confused. A confused human being sitting on the bed. They don't even know what they, they will eat. I'm telling you the truth. Most women are confused about nothing. They actually don't know why they are confused, but they are. That is how they are. You have to understand. Because their brains can wander to so many places within a minute. I know, I know what I'm saying. A lot, a few women are normally straightforward. I'm telling you the truth. Few women are straightforward about matters. The rest, the rest are just some way. Because the main reason why they are like that is they, they are moved by their emotions. And emotions are not static. You get it? Emotions are like putting um maybe a plastic cup that has light weight in a basin full of water. You see the way the cup will be dangling and shaking, moving as the, the water waves begin to move. That is how women, their, their, their lives have become. Everything is about how they feel. They don't like facts. They like emotions. So you can speak a word to a lady. You think that that is the fact and the truth. But the way she will feel about the word is what she will, she will actually use against you. <laughs> Maybe you, you also think that that is the right thing. But how she will feel about that word and only her whole problem with that. Maybe she's wrong. And I will tell her, why should you do this? Don't do this again. She will feel bad. Even though you have corrected her, she will feel bad and she, ah, she won't talk to you for two weeks. What is the matter? What is the matter? Later, later, cry. 
Those who are going to seminar to her. Sometimes, eh, some issue you have already solved. Ah, mo 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 solve you. You cry with him, baby. Those who are eating at once. What is it? She won't talk. What is it? She won't talk. What is it? She won't talk. You push her. You can give her options. Why is it about the way I spoke to this lady at church? No. Is it about the way I do this? No. Is it about the way I do? No. You can give plenty options. She will not say any of them. But do you think what you did last last four weeks? Last four weeks. Do you think what you did last four weeks was right? How can you do this? How can you speak to me in in a way in public? How how could you? Last four weeks issue that you have already solved. Still, she will bring it on the table. You have to know if you want to stay with a woman for long. Eh? <laughs> you have to be somebody that can, you know, overlook a lot of things. I'm telling you the truth. Because if you're a man and you take everything so critical, oh, I'm telling you, you can never stay with a for two minutes growing TV. That <laughs> some women are straightforward, so you can stay. But there's some, in fact, majority of the women, ah, yeah, especially they are calling you. You are on another call. When they check the time, eleven thirty-seven p.m. Hey, senior, you have to write a whole thesis to explain <laughs> to explain yourself. It's a whole project work on its own. Who were you talking to? You have to bring your phone for us to check the time, the minutes, the seconds. I'm telling you. These things are kind of the nature of women. You get it. Few men being so in Some men are very emotional. They are very jealous. I mean, very. So please, if you want to stay with a lady that you are in a relationship with, mm, in a godly way, because we are all godly people, you know, you need to know how to communicate. Some of you guys don't know how to communicate to your beloveds. You just don't understand what communication is. In fact, that some of you, once you you call the person after five minutes, any other thing that will come out from both of you your mouths, it will be war. After five minutes, indeed, when you say five minutes, not so pet. I beg everybody should hang up and sleep peacefully. Because the next thing that will come out, <laughs> I didn't talk about it. I know what I'm saying. And I know that many of you here, that is your issue. So some of you, before you can even talk to your beloved, you have to rehearse. You have to rehearse in the mirror for some time before you call. So when I ask that, um, when will he come? And he says tomorrow. I have to ask this question. If he says today, then I have to ask this one too. So, <laughs> so you see, the person is rehearsing. Because question and answer now, no, no planning and far. The whole conversation has been changed. As our co-examination on our poor aunt. Hey, 
Tiate. So please, let communication be deep. Mm? You have to understand communication. It is very, very important. Very, very, very important. You can't just be in a relationship with somebody one week, you have not called the person, you don't talk. Well, what kind of relationship is that? I've already been telling you that relationship comes from two ways, to relate and ship. Ship is something that moves. So every relationship must have a movement. And everything that moves has a destination. So you first need to know the destination of that relationship. And the destination of every relationship is, is determined by how the relationship starts. I'm telling you, the destination of every relationship is determined by how the relationship starts. Somebody saw you. A guy saw the way your shape was. Your Coca-Cola shape. Your, your Anentu. You know, some of you ladies, <clears throat> you have big, big Anentu, like Asamwejan. That is what the guy saw. And he came to propose. And you also saw something different. You saw money. You saw handsomeness. You also said, I have accepted with that only, we know where that relationship is going. We, everybody will know. You can't get to the middle and try to change the thing. So when you get to the middle and the lady gets saved and she's going to church plenty, it will be an issue. The guy will start complaining. Especially when she begins to fast and the, and the form begins to go down. The guy will lose interest right now. Yes. So you see, how a relationship starts determines how it will end. That is why there are certain people, before they start a relationship, they will, they will paint their picture to the other person and let them know that me, I am called by God. I am going to be a prophet. I will not stay at one place. I will be traveling around, going here and there, going here and there this and that and that so please join me right now we will fast together we'll do this together we'll do this together let the person understand the mission that is ahead of you before you enter into that relationship i'm telling you and some of you ladies you are seriously in a hurry to date so you forgo all your destiny assignments and you jump into a man because you, you think you need a man. And that is when, after everything, when you later discover your destiny, you realize that you are with a wrong person. Because there are some men, it is right now that you think they are good for you because you have not really seen your future and your destiny. Some of you are prophetesses, but you don't know. So you already enter into a relationship with a certain guy that is just having money, doesn't like going to church, you know, doing all sort of stuff. But later, when your destiny actually appears before you as a prophetess, you can you will know that you are with the wrong person. So don't enter into a relationship when you don't know your destiny. But our ladies will never listen. I know what I'm saying. 
Ah, somebody is already the person knows that she's in the wrong relationship, so on breaking relationship and it down because when you say break here emotionally, no, will be feeling some way, and what she will feel is much more important to her than what her destiny actually is. And if you put your emotions always ahead of you, oh, you are going straight into a pit and you will still not know. I'm telling you. That is why mostly when I'm talking about relationship, I, I stay so much on the women. Because as for men, yeah, we, we don't know anything. We don't know. We are just <laughs> we don't know anything. We are just walking about. We are just, we are just walking about. Oh. So you see, when the destiny is, that is why you need to first know your destiny before you, you even think of a relationship. It is very, very, very important. Some of you started dating when you were young. 11 years old, you have a boyfriend. Hey! Eleven years old, a young girl called me a man of God. Please pray for me. I said, what is the matter? He said, a guy that I've been in a relationship with for six years. Man of God, he wants to just dump me like that. What I've done for this guy? I said, what have you done? He said, man of God, everything. I mean, everything. I said, explain. Give me some examples of everything. And the things she told me, I cannot see. Say every I've done everything for this guy. But still... He left. He's, he wants to leave. Man of God, pray for me. Pray for me. I said. She said, a man, a, a guy I've been with for the past six. I said, how old are you? She said, I'm 21. 21 years. You have already been in six years relationship. You see, that is the problem of many ladies. Hey, if you are. Some ladies actually think that when a guy proposes to them, it means that they are women. You know, you see that thing? When a lot of guys are chasing after them. Hello, beautiful. I don't know, but when I see you, I just can't stand. You know, when I just look at you, I feel that I have a great future. You know, men too. Men. Some of them, they have written what they are saying on paper. They have rehearsed it for three weeks. So when they stand in front, babedie, babedie. They will stand before you. The, the first day I saw you, my heart skipped a bit. It's a lie. Kwewu and Kwewu. Do you know what it means for your heart to skip a bit? And these are the things too that some of the ladies want to hear. Say, I don't know, but I, I don't know. When I see you, I feel some pains in my rib. And I think you had my you feel pains in your rib. Go to the hospital. Maybe a certain witch in your family has beaten your rape area. <laughs> and these are the things. That, in fact, I told you that ladies don't like facts. I'm telling you. They don't like facts. If you want to be straightforward to them and tell them the truth, every about 90% of ladies will bounce you. Ladies don't like facts. So if you want to be straightforward 
and tell them the truth and the facts, 90% of ladies will bounce you. They don't like it. I'm telling you. They are always, you tell them what to make them feel good emotionally. That is what they like. They will think you love them by doing that. So a lot of unbelievers have learned how to do that. You get it? Because the prayer guys in the church, they have learned how to speak facts and truth to women. So when they come to a lady to propose, you know, Shalom sister, in the name of the Lord, how are you doing? Wow, we bless God. Glory to Jesus. I don't know, but um, I've been seeing you in church. I love the way you pray. You know, especially when it is worship time, with the way the hand of the Lord will come upon you. And I, when you speak in tongues, I can actually feel the vibration of the Spirit of the Lord. Wow, God bless you, sister. You will go far in life. Brother, brother, say the thing. He, this guy will preach uh, two hours. Before he start saying, um, I wish um, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would actually be the, the, the you know, as, as I'm talking to you, if I am an Abraham and um, you, are, you are supposed to actually be a Sarah unto me, I strongly believe in the name of the Lord according to the spirit of the Lord that this would actually be a glorious union. It will bring unity even in the body of Christ. <laughs> and they will... <laughs> They will go straight forward. You know, I might not have anything now, but I know that in the future, things, ladies don't want to hear that at all. You might not have anything now. They'll go and have anything now. I'm telling you. They won't, mind, they won't even mind you. They are looking for the one that will start seeing things. That, hello, beautiful, how are you doing? They even know that they are not beautiful. But she will start feeling happy. They know. Because some of the ladies, they know. They know that they are. Uh, we, we all know. Me, I knew that those times, my pictures. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They know that they are not beautiful. But still, when you tell them, hello, beautiful, they will, they will just they will smile. You know. <laughs> They will smile. You are just so amazing. I don't know, but you look you look like somebody I know. And the, the, that person is called Yah. I don't know. The lady say, Oh yeah, I was also born on a Thursday. I'm also called Yah. Then the guy will say, ah, I said it. I said it. You know, if I were to be a prophet, I've actually decoded your day of birth. You you look so beautiful. I don't know, but I can sense strongly that you know you have a great future. And, you know, as a great future like this that you have, you need men that can stand by you at all costs and, you know, you know, be there for you and people that, you know, and some of them will say, oh, sister, ah, when I'm a real too much, come and see, let me just, especially those with cars, or buy him and say, nanti, we are, what about we that we don't have cars, what will we go and see? God will judge you. I, I watched a short video of a certain guy you know, who was walking with the beloved. 
the, 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 in fact, the sun was scorching. Hey, if you free, do And a certain guy who was driving a certain, you know, BMW just got to their side. No barber. The guy saw, Pan said this guy was working with a lady and he called only the lady. He said, Hello, beautiful. How can such a beautiful lady like you be walking under the sun all by yourself? Hey! You saw him walking with a guy. And you are saying, how can she be walking under the sun all by herself? They said, the guy in the crowd, he doesn't even see him. <laughs> said, come and sit down. Come and sit down. You and I saw so the lady was moving to go and sit in the car. And the boyfriend said, if you dare, <laughs> I won't come and say let's break I will break your ears to right now your jaw I will break your jaw right now as I'm talking to you I feel a lady may God have mercy on all of us so please if you're a young guy and you're not yet married I pray that the Lord will give you you know, it is good to laugh and sleep, you know, under the anointing of the Lord. <laughs> hey! May God help us. May God give all the young men here good wives. If you are married too, I pray that the grace of God will increase the love and harmony in your home. In the name of Jesus. Please. Um, family life, God willing, tomorrow we are going to meet. Last um, two weeks, we were supposed to share a wonderful topic that we couldn't because of the network. But tomorrow, we'll go deep. We'll really go deep into that. Tomorrow, we are going to talk about two things. That thing will be the first topic and the other one too will be the second. I'm telling you. So, Becklin, I want to see Apostle Klein. <laughs> I like the way both of you are active on the family life page. Amazing. Amazing. God bless all the singles too and give you good wives and husbands. If only you have not paid the diary of a woman, I don't care how long you have been in a relationship, you are extremely single. God bless you. When you are filling a form, it is either you are married or you are single. We don't have in a relationship. We don't have two years in a relationship. There is nothing like that. If you have not paid the diary of the woman, you are the most singlest person I've ever seen. God bless you. In Jesus' precious mighty name. All right, I'll try and upload the message. There's no complicated on the form. <laughs> In heaven, there is no complicated matter. It is either you are single or you are married. So if you are not married, you are single. God bless you. Those who are married have their albums. And those who are not married have their singles. The Lord bless us all and keep us strong. We shall meet God willing tomorrow. Short, um, this night for priesthood time. Shalom. Bye-bye.